Hey, Judy, it's nice to see you again. It's been a while. Nice to see you, too. We've had a lot going on since the last time we met like this. Um, Both Barbara and I have had the opportunity to get away a little bit. Well-deserved little vacation, and now we're back. And looks like Liz is going to be taking a little bit of time off. She's decided to take a little break from Reality Check Chat, and we hope she comes back soon. But how was your vacation, Barb? Very nice, nice very nice family visiting for the first time in a long time. So we didn't go anywhere. We don't have plans, except Brooklyn. We don't have plans to go anywhere. But I thought maybe we should introduce ourselves for those of you who aren't familiar with our Reality Check Chat podcast here in rural Susquehanna County, sponsored by the Independent Democratic Women of Susquehanna County, and talking about issues that affect all of us, but particularly those of us in the rural communities of this country and this state of Pennsylvania. I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Judy Herschel. And thank you for joining us today. And we've got a good, we've got a good topic today. It's the topic that I think affects a lot of us in this country. Absolutely. It's, it's the topic of the child tax credit. So, so Barb, I, I know you, you had researched some information on that. A lot of people don't know how this got started. And, and really, there's a lot that I don't know. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to fill in some, some information for us. Right. So when I first looked into this, it came up with all these reports about the changing in the child support support area, meaning, you know, parent support, like if there's a divorce and child custody, then, you know, there has to be support for the child, whether or not the dad is there or not, or the mom, but it's usually the dad. So this all changed, but didn't change fast enough for our changing times. You know, it was all based on in the, in 1975, I think this act that changed the way child support was done. And it was after no-fault divorces came about. And after no-fault divorces came about, a lot of people got divorced. Hey, (laughs) so because it was nobody's fault. And so it was a lot easier to get divorces. And then all of the child support was based on the nuclear family where the dad, nuclear white family, they don't say that, I'm adding that, where the dad, the white dad works and the white mom stays home and takes care of the kids. And what was the amount of money that the couple had before they got a divorce? How did they live? And and keeping that the same way. But what happened was the women went down in their financial situation. So they lost out and the men pretty much gained. And this was bad for men who were incarcerated. How can they possibly pay child support for the years that they were in incarcerated? But then those people who came upon, you know, a child that was two years old, maybe they found out that they had a child that was two, they had to pay back child support that they couldn't possibly get out of that hole. Anyway, there was a whole thing. So in 19, I, th- I believe it was 90, 1996 or 1998 under Clinton, I don't know, many of you might remember welfare as we knew it changed. And so the tax the child tax credit came into being, it was $2,000 a child, but many, many of the poorest families earned too little to take advantage of this. So that didn't help our poverty situation. And sadly, it didn't help anything, really. I mean, I guess it was better than nothing. So that child tax credit has expanded, as Judy's going to talk about in a minute don't know about it. Now, you know, those that that don't live in rural areas 
probably are sitting there thinking, okay, how could people not know about this? And it's frustrating on our end with us saying, yeah, people cannot know about it because a lot of our neighbors have no idea about it. They have no clue. And also it's not easy for everybody. You know, it has to go into your bank account. A lot of people without money do not have bank accounts. It has to go, uh, you know, you have to check on it and apply online if you didn't file taxes. If you filed taxes, you know, you're going to get it. But many people didn't file taxes. They don't file taxes because they don't earn enough. And that's what happened with the Clinton thing. People didn't earn enough. They weren't filing taxes, so they didn't get the credit. Mm -hmm. So now they are able to get the credit, whether or not they file taxes or not, but they have to know about it and they have to have Really, they have to have internet in order to do it. I just want to add whether people get the information about this tax credit. Also, what I'm finding that's coming along with it is is misinformation about, okay, you're just going to have to pay that back or it comes with certain stipulations. So so this money comes with no stipulations and really all that is none. None. And all they're doing, it's really simple, Barb. They're up in it. Basically, if you have a child, I believe it's from the age of six to 17, it's going from 2000 to $3,000 a year. If you have a child that's under the age of six, it's going from 2000 to $3,600 a year. And what they're doing is that for a six month period or a five month period, they're giving you a monthly between $250 or $300, I have $250 or $300, depending on the age of your ch- children until you file your, ta- your taxes and then you get the rest of that back. So they've that's not voted child, right? That's yeah, that's child. for each child. So let's say a, a single mom that makes $10,000 a year. And, and we see that quite a bit in the area that we live, live in Barb. It, before she would have for one child received $1,125. Okay. So, but now it's $6,600. So that's a difference of $5,475. And for somebody like me, I, I live in a family where, you know, both of us are working. We have fairly good jobs. You know, if they have a standard where the middle class is $200,000 or more, we're not middle class, but we, we pay our bills. But this makes a difference. This is the difference between us being able to get the, the clothes that my kids need for school. You know, the, the food that we need, need, sometimes, you know, you have to cut corners with grocery bills when you've got teenagers that are growing like weeds and eat you don't always buy the healthy food. So that's a difference between providing a healthy diet to my kids versus not. But I count myself lucky because we have so many people that don't have that opportunity and make far less than I do that this will make all the difference in the world. You can, I think you can earn, I think a single parent can earn $75,000 and get the full credit and family 150,000 and get the full credit. But after that, it starts to be reduced a little bit until 400,000 when it's cut out. Um, One of the, one of the things that they are projecting is that this will decrease poverty by a minimum of 40% which is, which is, which is absolutely huge. And, and, you know, one of the negatives that I have been hearing about it, because how do you, how do you really, you know, say, oh no, no, people aren't struggling right now. Don't give them, give them this. It's a difference between two and $3,000, 3,600. We can do this. Um, Is, is the cost and what it's going to be. And if you remember back in 2017, when our dear president Trump at the time had that major tax cut from 35 to what, 21, 22% with the top 1%. That's how we pay for that. 
Mm-hmm. Now, because really in, in, in reality, Barb, you know, they're not even paying 21%. They're playing, paying closer to 2% because of all the tax credits that they're getting and all the, mo- the money that they're hiding. So if they were really giving 21%, I don't think it would be an issue. So they're not. So, and this trickle down effect is not working. You know, there was the, the, these, these hopes and dreams that each family, you know, working class family would benefit $5,000. I think it was per family. That's never happened. So, you know what, that's, let's reverse that. This will pay for it. And this will have such a, an effect on us personally and, and economically throughout the country. I, I think we'll, it will give us the boost that we need. And Judy, I just want to make it clear that even though you're saying about paying for it, it this is the law. This is part of the American Rescue Plan. It's not like, you know, it hasn't passed through Congress. It has, it's the law. And if you have children, you're eligible under most circumstances to get this cash payments that monthly to start. The problem is it is not permanent. It goes, it's only for 2021. And you can decide, I don't want those monthly payments. I want to get a lump sum during the tax season. You can make that decision as well if you want. And then we need to to get a hold of our congressmen and women and our senators and say, please make this permanent. Because not only does it help these families come out of poverty, but it helps society. Um, It's my understanding that it helps society in almost every aspect because the children will be better fed, the children will be better educated and more equitably educated and kept healthier. And when they grow up, they're going to contribute more to society because they've had this money support from the from the people of the United States. If I can add to that, Barb, one of the biggest problems we're seeing with working families in our our area is the lack of daycare or daycare is unaffordable, mm-hmm. um, particularly when you have to go back to work and, and most of the, what you're making is paying for childcare. So I think that this, this child tax credit would make a world of difference w- with that also. And, and it is very difficult to pay for internet and broadband, and we need that, particularly in our area. That's going to offset that cost and the cost of groceries and gas, which has been going up too, it, it's getting harder and harder. So supplying this money to the, to the families that need it that need the most, it does that that has a trickle down effect that will work instantaneously, more so than the, the, the trickle down effect that, that they had projected in 2017 with the te- with the tax break, which never Absolutely. occurred. Just the fact that people don't know about it. That's a political ploy, unfortunately. It's so. a political pull? I think it is. I think it is. I think that the Republicans don't want to see Biden succeed. And this is one that is nonpartisan and should be nonpartisan. Yeah. I, I think the Republicans are going to have a very, very difficult time putting holes in this plan and convincing the American people that this is not a good thing. Money talks. When, when you get down to it, money talks. The best that I think that they can do, Barb, is just make sure that people in rural areas like ours where information gets so skewed and messed up or lost and people don't get information. And if I can talk to real quick, Barb, many people don't even know. And I have to remind myself when we do this podcast is that even the basics, even, even when we talk about the American rescue package, people still don't know about that and and what the focus of of that is. And, and, And talking about just very briefly 
what that entails and what that focus is on. So what I do hear about that is that the Democrats, they are trying to, our, our debt, it's out of control. They want these programs, um, these useless programs are just spending money. Um, it, and, and that's all that this is. We don't need this. The economy is coming back on its own. You know, I, the best way that I can explain what Biden is doing and what this is for people to understand is that there's a focus on four different things that, that he's working on. Um, if you don't include the, the child tax credit, it's putting food on families' tables, it's putting roofs over people's heads. It's providing internet and devices in homes. And it's helping with childcare for working families. Those are the main focuses of those things. And when you start to have conversations of those things, of, 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 of what the main focus of this rescue package really wants to focus on and what, what it wants to be, they don't know and what they're being told by their Republican elected officials is that we are creating all of these unnecessary programs for people that don't deserve it. So when we explain to our neighbors, okay, what exactly it is, these are the four points that we want to make sure are happening. We want to make sure that, that no one is being evicted and is being homeless. We want to make sure that every child is being fed. We want to make sure that internet is getting out to our kids that need to go to school. And we want to make sure that childcare is where it needs to be. So the tax credit on top of that, we're focusing on families. These aren't unnecessary programs. So when we educate others, when they say, oh, those programs, and we say these programs are programs that will help you, then we're then educating them on what the truth is. But I, that's what I'm hearing lately is the money factor and these unnecessary programs, which we have to, we have to go out there and make sure that the truth is, is being put out there, I guess and is my when, when people say that it's programs for people that don't deserve it. It's um, that I think stigma that you're, if you're poor, you're lazy, which frustrates well, me. Well, it's also a racial thing. It's also it a is. dog whistle for immigrants. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's also a dog whistle for um, people of color. Absolutely it is. Next, et cetera. They, like we're paying them uh, to breathe or whatever. Mm -hmm. So who's to decide whether you deserve it or your parents' generation deserve it or your future generation? Who's to decide? Let's just try to make our society better, work for our community. And so what I, I wanted to mention, Judy, was also that the infrastructure package, which is being worked on uh, as we speak, and the Budget Reconciliation Act that they're going to do, that's going to address some of these childcare problems. Hopefully it'll get passed. Mm -hmm. And also the infrastructure package is not going to only uh, get rid of lead pipe, water pipes, so that children don't have, get brain damage. And are these people saying only certain people deserve to have pipes that don't have lead in them? I don't think I don't think they're even thinking of that. Of course they're but, not. But that's our window of opportunity, Barb, is, is to educate because that could affect many of us. Think about this too. We live in a very rural area that really is, is struggling finding its place in, in the 21st century. And, and a lot of that is because our roads and our septic and our water are 100 and 150 years old. We don't have, and our townships don't have the money to be able to do that and to, to upgrade those things. And, and major corporations and organizations 
don't want to put that money forward to be able to, to do that. So this infrastructure bill would help townships and boroughs be able to do those things. And that is a huge thing in, in, in rural areas. So if education is key. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is, is that the more that we know about what's what's projected and the more that we tell our neighbors, you know, they'll understand, hey, that'll affect me. You know, that'll affect my family. You know, we'll be we'll be better for that. And and, and they'll understand that 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 it's not a free, you know, free giveaway willy nilly social programs to people that are lazy. No, it's there. It's it's a solid plan to help individuals through this pandemic that we're we're still in in, in an economy beyond, that's still coming back. Also beyond and to help protect our children, to make our children citizens that will keep our country going. Exactly. I mean, John and I do not have children, but we pay for education, and we're happy to do it because. We think every child deserves an education. There's not a deserve thing here. There's not a deserve for most of this stuff. And Judy, you know, I wanted to say, mention that I had read about this Maine Alliance, the state of Maine Alliance, where they went to door to door to tell people about the child uh, tax credit because a lot of people don't know about it, so they're not getting it. They don't know how to apply for it. They didn't file taxes, so that or they did file taxes and they didn't get it for some reason, they didn't get their stimulus check and where to go to look for that. Maybe they don't have internet. Maybe they don't have a bank where the money could be put in. Then a check will be mailed to you. It's not like you don't get it because you don't have internet. Mm -hmm. So um, these kinds of things, is there a way in the county that has the county been talking about ways to educate parents in the county who might not know about this tax credit? Um, Unfortunately, I, I think even with that, and if I can think of how to word this in a way that seems very objective, or I mean, maybe there isn't a way. I, I think even that has become politicized at a, at a local level. I, I think if there's going to be any outreach, it would be done through through the parties. I would certainly definitely advocate that that people need to be made aware of that. We we educate people on the assistance set is made for rental assistance for small businesses. But that plan with Biden right now, I, I don't think that the county will, will, will do anything and make any effort to advertise that that's out there. And I and sadly enough, I think it's because of a, of a party thing. And, and for those that, that don't know, when you're, you're part of a commission, one county commissioner you know, can't make decisions for all, so. Right, right. If I can put, that's the best way that I could put that. <laughs> Very nice. I respect my colleagues. It's not, but there, there are certain things, you know, you know, why, why, why give that money? It's a free handout, free handout, you know, and, and it's, it's well, just you need to say it. The reason is because we need to work for our entire oh, yeah. community, our state, our county, our, so that the children mm-hmm. are brought up well-fed and well-educated and, the cash, the money can be used for anything for those children. Exactly. And, and we know, you know, all of us know in, in this community that, that the children are the ones that are, that are suffering the hardest from, you know, the increase in substance use, increase in mental health issues. You know, they've not had access to the food that they had because the schools were closed down. You know, this has been traumatic for them. So just thinking of that in the last year, this is going to make a world of difference in their lives. Right. So Judy, as you know, we talked about breaking up the Jane Myers um, 
really wonderful article in this week's New Yorker, The Big Money Behind the Big Lie. Trump's attacks on democracy are being promoted by rich conservatives determined to win at all costs. And so she has done an enormous amount of research on this. So we're going to split it up between three of us. Kate Fry is going to join us and we'll talk about it because I think it's important or we we think it's important that we know what's happening here because I, I mean, it's shocking to me that this is what people spend their billions on, but it's, it's the truth. It's white men really. And it, as- wasn't, it wasn't shocking to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> not shocking to you. I'm like ecstatic that they're starting to bring this stuff out a little bit more. And I know this stuff has existed throughout throughout history and politics. You know, it's frustrating when you're on the inside and you'd like to think you're one of the ones that is is honest. And there are some, um, but it happens way too much. There's too much big money in places it should not be. And and it's it's refreshing to have Jane Myers, Matt Meyer, um, write this article and, and, and really explain it. So explain it to us. Right. And, you know, it's, it says that, um, I think she says in or something else I read, maybe that Trump won, uh, white America in 2020 by 8% and in the rural areas by 20%. And so that's something to think about, you know, the, the world, the world is changing. The United States is changing. And there's so many important issues that we just can't put under the carpet anymore. Like climate change. All right. Stay informed, everyone, and stay educated and don't feel intimidated about talking about topics that may be somewhat controversial. If we we don't talk about these things and talk to our neighbors and our friends, then we're not going to get through this. So reality check check is a check on reality. And we would like to have you subscribe to us by going to realitychickchat.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. And so we're excited about that. And we'll try to get on some other platforms, but um, that's where we are. You can always listen at realitycheckchat.com too. You you don't have to go to Spotify, but we just thought we'd make it easier. And so I guess that's it. And we will uh, see you when we talk about the big money behind the big lie. Talk to you next week.